Good morning, News from FordAily.net, and I'm Kemp Parr. This morning, my guest is John Reitfeld, the CEO with I4F. John, how you doing? I'm uh, very well, Kemp, and how are you? I'm good. I've caught you in Spain. You've just announced that you've won a Deloitte Best Managed Company Award. Let's get to that in just a minute. First, most people know I4F is an intellectual property company with patents and trademarks in several areas. Probably the most well-known is in the locking systems for LVT and laminate. Let's start with house business. Business has been good. We have been closing 2021 very well. Was Of course, the whole market was positive, and especially the LVT category where we have a strong position. Q1 has also started very strong. So we cannot complain. Of course, we we are looking uh, carefully to what is happening around in the world. For the moment, we see very good business progress. Okay. So in the rearview mirror, it's looking good. And in the forecasting for the rest of the year, maybe a few question marks, especially with the situation with uh, war in Ukraine and uh, elevated pricing almost everywhere you turn. The big question is whether or not the consumer and I'm talking about the global consumer, is going to get a little jittery and perhaps cool down on their spending. I will tell you, in this country, we just ran a story yesterday where the consumer is still in the market and they're still spending money. So there's some mass media that's talking about this impending recession in light of this slow GDP we had in the first quarter. But we're also hearing from several economists that this is, you know, what Main Street Media does to sell newspapers and that the economy is actually going to be fine, at least until the second half of 23 and maybe even beyond. Uh, What's your outlook? Yeah, I share what you just summarized. I think there is a difference between how things are developing in, in the U.S. compared to Europe. I think probably there's a little bit more concern in Europe. The effects, of course, on all the economies are pretty much the same. There's a high level of inflation. Interest rates have the tendency now to increase. There is, of course, lack of supplies. And, there, and of course, that is resulting also partly in, uh, in inflation. But it looks like the consumer in the United States is uh, less sensitive for those developments. I also think that in, in Europe, because of the war, again, is influencing Europe more. Um, We also, of course, look always to, so within that environment, where then uh, do we see the opportunities in terms of where we can develop fast? And it is clear that within all the different segments, the product categories, that the LVT product category will remain, in my opinion, for the next years, more positive than the rest. So even if the rest would cool down, I still expect a certain growth for the LVT category which is, of course, good. Yes. And, and, co- and collectively, in hard flooring, we have the opportunity to gain share. Because if, if the market is not growing at the speed you had hoped for or had planned for, yeah, then you need to see where you can get some market shares from. Even within maybe that reality going forward, we see still big chances for our company to develop further. You mentioned that we have been seeing some articles from U.S. economists which indicate that yeah, there will not be really an enormous slowdown in the U.S., which, of course, is, is positive being 25% of the global GDP. Huh? We should not forget the U.S. is 25% of the global GDP. So if that, that keeps developing in a positive way, at least not in, a, in an enormous crisis, yeah, then uh, the whole world is helped.
That's right. Let me key in on a couple of things you said. First off, we just did our May issue. We showed where you know the market was up overall, total market, and LVT obviously grew the most. It looks like LVT could pass carpet in total revenue wholesale sales next year in 23. So yeah, that's, that's interesting to watch. That, that continues to grow at the fastest pace. Of all the yeah. categories that you're in, which one is performing the, the best? Is it still the IP around the locking system or digital printing? What's, what's performing the best right now for growth? Yeah, of course, our core business uh, is locking. Uh, and then within right. locking, drop drop locking, huh? uh, drop lock. That, of course, is, is the major share of our revenues uh, currently and is also uh, our core focus. However, as you know, we have been working for the last couple of years on uh, other technologies other within other clusters. We have seen very good progress on digital printing. And right. hopefully in the very near future, we can come uh, with a couple of announcements more of new lines being sold in the market. Uh, and, and therefore also licenses. And Drought is developing positively. And we are looking at uh, one or two new technologies, which we have been working on with our partners over the last 12 months, which we also are planning to announce uh, in the next uh, four to six weeks. The whole kind of innovation structure and the way how we go to market is, is maturing within i 4 uh, Because, yeah, we, we were really focused on getting our locking uh, becoming uh, one of the standards and now we have obtained a certain position right now and we have a strong position and, and we believe the time is ripe uh, to really uh, put more meat behind the other technologies and make sure we really come become a very broad platform for technologies and innovations mm-hmm. okay well let's get to this news today this uh, deloitte uh, has awarded you i guess for the second time as the best managed company how do you end up on their radar and why do you think you won this award first of all we are very proud and, and humbled to have won this prize for the second time so deloitte looks at all their companies they are serving as an accountant or with other consultancies so it's within the customer group of deloitte and we are we are one of the customers of deloitte and they okay. make a selection of, of those companies who they think are those best managed uh, companies. We're very proud of that because they have an enormous amount of customers. It's a global program, right. by the way, and they make a very small selection. We get the official report with all the uh, comments why they think, uh, but it's clear that they look at performance, so growth, but also at elements uh, like how you have developed your strategy, mm-hmm. how you are scoring at culture and commitment. So that's really how people and the HR policies are in place and capabilities and innovation, as well as finance. They look also, of course, uh, to governance uh, in the way how we manage our business and, and, you know, how good we muster all our numbers, which is, of course, for our accountants, extremely important. And a new element, uh, which is globally uh, becoming a very important element, even for, you know, your your annual report, is uh, everything around ESG. We had taken some steps on that, both on the technologies we are developing, on measures we took internally, and the vision we are creating on the future. And all those elements together has uh, led to that they again awarded us with this Best Managed Company Award, and they nominated us for the Strategy Excellence Award. You may recall that we won that last year, and there were the Best Managed Company award is given to you know like 15 companies in a, in a country 
the strategy award is really given to uh, one. We, we know who it will become 21st of June. There is a big gala uh, from Deloitte. Of course, we hope we have won that again, but the nomination as such has made us already uh, really proud. If you look back, you know, we founded the company at the end of 2013. The development, you know, camp, uh, I started alone uh, with uh, Eddie Bouquet, with a, a technical guy, and the wow. company is developing. And what is key, of course, in that is that you keep developing your organization. Congratulations on that. We're about to run out of time, but I do want to recognize this with this podcast. It's always good to catch up with you. Again, we're talking to John Reitfeldt, the CEO with I4F, and you've been listening to Kempar and Florida Daily.